0: Hello baby, want a kiss? Welcome to the Experimental Film Podcast with your host, Ken Hess.
1: Teaching a parakeet to talk is fun, but the old method took too much time and patience. This record is specially
0: designed to teach any healthy, normal parakeet to talk by using a scientific new method that is acknowledged to be far superior, because a carefully trained voice, specially chosen for excellence in clarity and diction, repeats over and over and over and over In a manner
1: that most parakeets are most likely to imitate.
0: Check experimentalfilm.info for information, interviews, and episodes.
1: For the next few seconds, this record will be silent.
0: This podcast is dedicated exclusively to experimental film and its makers.
1: Welcome to episode 12 of the Experimental Film Podcast. Today's guest is poet, musician, dance movement therapist and experimental filmmaker hana oyala she has two films in the experimental film fest this empty space and fireflies welcome to the podcast hana thank you very much no problem so let's take a minute and have you tell us about yourself and your work
2: well um well yes my name is hana oyala and i i come from finland and um I'm 36, am I 36? I think so, I'm 36 years old. So, um, yeah, um, what else did you ask me about my work? D-
1: do you mean with the, with the films or, or oh, just yes. in general? Oh, either way, in films or uh, in general, whatever you want to tell us.
2: Yeah, that's um, I, I do a lot of things but just a little bit of everything so <laughs> i like making music i like making films i i dance so as you mentioned so i don't consider myself an expert in anything but i like everything creative so yeah that's 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 me. It's a bit of a mess, but I love it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cool. So how did you get into experimental filmmaking?
2: Well, I was actually thinking about that. Um, And I guess it all started with getting an iPhone like six years ago. And, um, well, it's getting a bit deep, I guess, right away. Um, I used to have a very... um, severe eating disorder and um, I was very very camera shy and I hated having myself on film or in pictures and at some point I just um, thought that I cannot you know I cannot go on like this anymore. this is ridiculous like in this day and age where you know social media and all that so you need to be on film pretty much. So I started to experiment with uh, making small films of myself, and sort of um, trying to look at myself as, as um, you know, like um, a leaf in the wind or a flower or something, just a part of nature, and just see how I move, what I look like, and try trying to have no judgment, and um, that's how I got started. And then I just, uh, you know, continued experimenting and experimenting. At at some point, I thought that this is kind of artsy. (laughs) So I started to have tiny plots in the films or or, uh, experimenting with different different effects and um, adding poetry, adding music to the films. And then I discovered film freeway, and I, yeah. So that uh, I started from a very selfish but um, beneficial point, and it it has helped me uh, in many ways to be creative, uh, to having these films, and having um, ideas, feelings, thoughts that I can put into this form into a frame that's very concrete, have time limits, have, have you know, concrete tools with which I could, um, uh, exp- uh, like, explore my inner emotions, inner world, which was quite messy. So to
1: have some sort of structure for that. Oh, I like it. The first film... Uh, that I'd like to speak about is your film, This Empty Space. Yeah. Um, is that you in the the video? Yes, that's that is me. <laughs> okay. I was wondering. I thought probably since you listed in uh, the film freeway um, sheet, you know, the that tells mm-hmm. all about the film, that there was you, you didn't have a budget and you filmed it on an iPhone six s. Yep. So I was interested to know. Um, you know what subject matter you use but it looks like like i said since it was someone dancing uh kind of shadowy and kind of um i don't know ghost-like i was wondering if that was you could you tell us about that film a little bit
2: sure it's um well um i've um it was last spring i i think yeah when i when i filmed it and um I was actually visiting my parents and my father was just diagnosed with uh, Parkinson's disease. And so it was quite dark. And um, it was the first time I I saw my father after the diagnosis and it was very hard for me to see him in a bad state. So usually Finnish people, when they have something (laughs) difficult in their lives, they go, go to the forest as as, a, as did I you know I went to the forest near my my parents place and and I saw this pond in the forest and it had this tiny uh like like a very uh, it 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 was frozen the pond but it had some some melted like melted ice or, or water on top of the ice and I I I tested it like can I walk on it and I was like, "Yeah, this is very cool. I could walk on the on the ice and still still have the water on top of it. And I had my phone with me in the forest, so I just stuck the phone in the. There was a little pile of snow and stuck it there, and started dancing on the on the ice, and uh, just felt very good. I felt very um, in my body, not that much in my head, and." Um, well, the battery died of the phone uh, after like three minutes of filming because, you know, iPhone and, and you know, cold weather uh, are not a good combination, but that was enough of having a having tiny clip. And um, it was literally a, a, a dance of darkness and light of just, you know, trusting life and trusting that, the, you know, this you know summer will come and spring will come and there will be better days and my father will be all right and so that gave me the idea for the effects uh, in the
1: film well i noticed the uh, soundtrack is is very interesting there's like multiple sounds going on there's a sound of at least this is the way it sounds to me is dripping water Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, dripping water and maybe some kind of crackling, like you're stepping on something in the forest, you know, twigs or something. Yeah. And also there's someone crying on... Yeah. Or it sounds like that. Could you tell us about the audio soundtrack? Um, they are basically just just um, rec- like field recordings of
2: me. Um, that's me crying. <laughs> and then that's different sound effects of here and there. And... Um, around my parents place so they are sort of uh, noises from the nature from the house Uh, just the soundtrack of what was going on at that time in my life
1: is there a a message to the film that you can tell us or is it you know you said it was inspired by what was going on with you at the time is there a particular message that you were trying to portray in this film
2: not, not very clear. It's just a very general abstract um, yeah, dance of darkness and light, life and death, sickness and health, <laughs> tiny, tiny things like
1: that. Yeah. It's <laughs> a very cool film. I really enjoyed it. All the judges really enjoyed it. Um, wow, thank you. Yeah. Now, you filmed that on an iPhone 6S, you said. Um, yeah. Did you also edit it there, or did you use some sort of an external editor?
2: Um, I, I, I i usually use um, i have a macbook and i have i i skysoft video editor is called the, the the program so i use it use that for for editing the films interesting so.
1: yeah a lot of Tech nerds want to know about that sort of thing. So that's why I always ask. <laughs> yeah yeah, that's
2: good because I'm I'm not a tech nerd at all. Like I I know how to use that program and that's pretty much the only one, but but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to know what cameras people use and what editing programs they use. And really yep. you know, if you think about it, there's not there's not that many choices. So pretty much everybody uses the same tools, but still everyone mm-hmm. is interested. So Anyway, that's why I asked. So yeah. your film Fireflies. Now this one mm-hmm. is pretty different from mm-hmm. the uh, uh, this empty space. It, you stated on the description of it VHS, did you film that with a VHS camera? No,
2: not actually. That's
1: that's my father has
2: filmed it uh, around 20 years ago. And um that's actually it's from a dance recital. And I'm a, I am one of the dancers. And um, a couple of years ago, I went through, like, di- how do you call it, digitalizing? <laughs> Old VHS films. And uh, just to keep them safe. And I I was going through all the material that I transferred from the VHS uh, films on, on my computer. And I was like, wow, this is kind of, cool and um, just started editing that on the iSkySoft video editor on my MacBook, uh, that old VHS film.
1: Yep. (laughs) Yeah, very cool. So um, that one has a really different audio soundtrack. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Um, Well, that is actually um, some music of
2: mine. But the music I, I was originally planning for the film, it was way too short. <laughs> so I just took the music and um, made it longer. <laughs> so it sounds a bit like... war, um, And also, uh, it's a poem of mine that I improvised for the music, just singing the poem to the music that I had made longer. <laughs> so... Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, how I, I made the
1: soundtrack. Are you singing in, in Finnish or is it English?
2: It's English, uh, supposed to be, at least.
1: Okay. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. tell, but I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's so ethereal. You know, it's really, um, it, it gives a, a strange mood to the film. I like, I like mm. the background of, of stars and constellations mm-hmm. and then the dancing uh, superimposed over it. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, mm. Now, your the film this empty space had sort of a a, a slice of time in your life. How mm-hmm. about this one? Did this one have any um, significance to your life, or is it was there some other purpose to it? Well, um, again, no
2: specific purpose. I was just uh, basically experimenting. And it's, again, the poem that I'm singing, it's about these fireflies that are just passing by and sort of a metaphor for life. So, yet again, it's about this darkness and light and us being a part of the universe. And the dancers in the film are sort of stars, and the stars are also the dancers. So, it's this... uh, humanity being a part of you know the universe basically so it's it's a very huge subject and not very specific but it's also for me because it was this old VHS film coming to a new form so it's basically this uh, time is is you know it was a it was a dance recital when I was a very young girl, coming to life again, at this time when I'm thirty six years old. So it's, um, for me on a personal level, it it had a really huge meaning, but not 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 something I can translate into words specifically.
1: Oh no, hmm. sure, that's fine. Now I was wondering because, um, you know, in the early space flight program. I think it was Gemini here in the States. Mm -hmm. I think I think it was John Glenn actually who said he saw fireflies in space. And I wondered if that was sort of a connection because, you know, I saw the space background and I thought, oh, she's referring to, you know, maybe something related to that.
2: Wow! I wish I I wish I was. That's very cool. I really like that. No, yeah. I, I I haven't heard that before. But somehow the subject of fireflies in space and time and it all just made sense to me on a weird level. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. If you search for that, uh, John Glenn and fireflies. I, I think it was Glenn. Maybe it was Buzz Aldrin. I can't remember now. But anyway, yeah. On on one of the spacecrafts, um, he saw what he called fireflies and then what they reported later was that it was ice crystals that was coming off of the ship and you know you could see them i guess reflected with the sun or whatever and and that's what he thought was fireflies oh i i need to check that out that sounds so cool (laughs) thank you for that yeah, now you can use that. You can say, yes, I was using that in my film.
2: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I will. I mean, from now on.
1: <laughs> That's funny. So um, how did you get into experimental, you know, you do poetry and dance and so on. Is it all experimental? Is it all just, um, you know, feeling at the time? Or, you know, maybe tell us about that.
0: You're listening to the Experimental Film Podcast with Ken Hess. And now back to the show. Yeah, yeah, it's very.
2: I have been trying to uh, do something more with uh, some sort of discipline, <laughs> but I, I, everything just turns out very experimental with me. But I just love being a child because for so many years I, I thought that I'm not, I'm not very an artistic person. And uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not g- good enough a singer. I'm not good enough this or that. But then I just thought that, you know, what the heck? I just experiment and it's, you know, it's play. I, I just want to play. <laughs> and so it's, I don't know, it's just very, very liberating to just not care about the
1: outcome and just see what what comes out. Sure. I get that. Yeah. Um, So is this the first film festival you've submitted to or have you done others?
2: Well, I I have, I have done others. Um, I've been um, doing quite a lot of dance films and I've been to dance films festivals. And um, so that was sort of like a speciality of mine. Um, But I've never done any other this um experimental film festival so when i when i found your festival i was like oh this is so cool i i really want to try and be a part of this you
1: yeah, know well, they're very cool films i really enjoyed watching those i especially well i don't know both of them are really really great but i i really love this empty space because of you know the the sounds and so forth. I love the other one too, of course. I mean, Mm. they're both in the festival and, and um, it was kind of, as I've told all the filmmakers that I've spoken with, they're in the festival. um, There was no split decisions. Um, All of our decisions in the festival were very um, kind of unanimous. So, Mm. you know, in fact, one person on your uh, film fireflies, it's a, a, judging you know, one to 10, and then you can do a thumbs down, thumbs up a little trophy mm-hmm. that says, this is good enough to, uh, you know, win an award. And then there's a question mark. Um, uh, one of the judges out of the five put a trophy on it and, you know, he said, this, Yay. this is fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yay. Yeah, yeah. so they're very yeah. good. I, I really enjoyed them. And, um, like I said, it's, you know, getting into a festival is significant. You know, Mm -hmm. um, there's festivals all around the world, but still it's very competitive to, um, first of all, get an official selection. And you have Mm -hmm. two films in this particular one, and they were all judged blind. Uh, No one knew, you know, uh, that you had multiple films in the festival. So uh, the fact that two were chosen is, you know, purely based on the, um, the quality of the films you know people mm. people love them so you should be very pleased with that
2: thank you i am i am i really am it's so it's yeah and i'm quite an introvert like introvert is sure, that a yeah, that word is, yep, person so so it's it's it, and and yeah do stuff by myself on my phone, on my computer, and and just actually talking about this—it's is extremely nice. And then getting this feedback is is even nicer. So it's it's very, very, very—I'm very pleased.
1: <laughs> well, I I know as an artist, you know, a lot of times we um, we think we're just making something for ourselves for our own mm. enjoyment, but really, if you're a visual artist, you want other people to see it. Obviously. Yes.
0: Yeah,
2: obviously. And it's something Something really happens when you just know that your works are out there. Even just putting them up on film freeway and let alone being selected, it, it, it gives you that feeling of being seen, being heard and oh, it definitely makes it worthwhile. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's scary, I know, because... You know, you also when you put anything out because I'm a writer and an artist as well and a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Anytime you put anything out into the the public eye, you, you kind of set yourself up for criticism. And you know, as you said earlier, you were you know introverted and and mm-hmm. you know it, and that's hard. That's a great thing to overcome is is being mm-hmm. able to put your work out into the public. And I'm I'm glad you did. Mm, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you plan on entering more film festivals?
2: Uh, definitely, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I, um, I have no idea what which ones or anything i haven't searched them but yeah definitely and after after this corona thing it would be very nice to actually travel to a film festival to meet other filmmakers and have
1: discussions like this (laughs) oh yeah for sure and i'm i'm hoping this does empower you to do that because your films are really good i think you've you're You've really got something there, and I think you should keep doing it. I am i would be excited mm. to see more of your work. Thank you very much. Yeah, it gives me the boost that I, I needed. <laughs> yeah. In fact, you know, there are some great film festivals in Scotland, and, you know, that wouldn't mm-hmm. be a, a terrible uh, trek for you to make. Yeah, not at all. There's mm. um, Alchemy, uh, the Alchemy Film Festival. It's in Edinburgh. Okay. Um, I think there's um, – I know there's – at least one in Dublin. But anyway, there's some great experimental film festivals and just general film festivals as well that accept Mm -hmm. experimental work um, all over Europe. But I know for sure that there's at least one in Edinburgh It's called Alchemy, and that one's very popular. People really love that one. There's another podcast called Into the Moth Light, Mm -hmm. and um, that host, Jason, he actually uh, spent... I think multiple days at the Alchemy Film Festival talking with different filmmakers. So that's a, that would be a really good one to go to if you, you know, are really into film and yeah. meeting other people. Thank you for that. I will check it out right away. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So, um, since you've made these films, have you started discovering other experimental films and filmmakers?
2: Ah, uh, I have some, but I have been a bit lazy about that because um, I, I, I've also noticed that I need to be a bit, um, you know, t- take my time with that. Because every time I see a new experimental film, I get like a million ideas like, oh, I want to do that. And that's so nice. And that's so cool. And then and just my head starts to race. So I will just reel them in very slowly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, that's what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to get yeah. inspired.
2: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that's, that's true. But I also, you know, it's overlapping quite a lot. Like, I, I watch quite a lot of dance films. Oh, yeah. So some of them are very experimental, some of them not so much. But um, just the idea of having, um, you know, telling a story without words, it's, it's very with with movements of the body and also movements of other objects. That's very interesting that I, I'm i sort of getting more and more into. And I haven't, ex- like, worked m- much with, with moving the camera because, <laughs> because, you know, I've been filming myself mostly, so I cannot move the camera and, you know, move myself. So I have been very much, uh, you know, I've been watching how... The fil- other filmmakers use the camera as a part of the story. You know, you don't um, when you don't make yourself sort of an outsider with the camera, but you you dive into the story with with the camera. That's very an interest that I would like to explore more.
1: Oh yeah, first person is what you're talking about. Y- yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm yeah where you actually hold the camera while you while you move and so on that would be interesting yeah. to see one of your films filmed from first person and then maybe from you know third person like like yours are now that would be yeah. kind of interesting i i would like to see that yeah
2: yeah yeah that's that's something I've, i just need to uh, get a, a bit more technical yeah. <laughs> like get more cameras and then just yeah but get maybe another person to help me with <laughs> with the filming but but that's that's all very yeah that's very interesting
1: yeah well I have to say I'm impressed with your film since you're not a, uh, a, a person who has looked at you know 500 experimental films because then hmm. you know there's a lot of people who are like myself, you know, I've watched hundreds of experimental films, and so they inspire me to, to try different things. Like I said, that's what's supposed to happen. But mm. um, for you to, to create these just out of your own, uh, you know, creativity and, and artistic mind is, is pretty impressive. Mm yeah and it's also
2: you know, to be honest, it's been it's been therapy, very therapeutic to make these films. So maybe I'm over that now and just start to make work that's that's not so therapeutic, not so introverted, not so you know just to
1: open up to the world a bit more. yeah, well, they're very good. so I, I really encourage you to to keep going and keep experimenting and, and doing this. Thank you. So what are you working on now, if you can tell us? At the moment, I'm, I'm
2: working on mostly with music. So I'm making very, <laughs> again, experimental music. So I haven't made any films for a while. But... Um, mm, it, it, it sort of comes and goes in cycles. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I will get get fed up with mu- making music in a while, and then I will go back to making films and then something else again. But,
1: um, yeah, yeah,
2: that's, I, I'm working on albums at the moment.
1: Oh, very cool. Well, I'll tell you from a filmmaker's perspective, filmmakers, in, in case you wanted to go this direction filmmakers mm-hmm. are always looking for music and audio for their films it's very mm-hmm. hard to find good soundtrack for your films so if yeah. you you know ever wanted to release any of them for you know creative commons or something like that um or even sell them to filmmakers i i think yeah. you could do quite well because it's a real need
2: yeah uh, actually i've been doing that just sort of i felt like keeping back giving back something, so I've made them creative comments to, to you know, if, in case somebody finds them and wants to use them, they, they would be
1: out there. Oh, very cool. Well, I'll do some searching and, and see if I can find them. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like like everyone else, I have trouble finding good audio. So yeah. do, you have, do you have a website or other ways for the audience to engage in your work? Yeah, well, I do have my YouTube uh, channel.
2: But since I have, you need to have more than a hundred su- subscribers to have a, a YouTube channel with your name. I didn't know that before. So my, my YouTube channel can be, you know, found if you just go to YouTube and search with Hanna Oyala. But I don't have a, you know, a specific channel name for it. And also on SoundCloud, my my music artist name is HMO. Uh M space O. It's like Hanna Mari Ojala is my my full name so it's the initials for that.
1: Oh, very cool. Well, thank you for coming on today. I appreciate it. And I'm sorry that it's so later there than it is here.
2: That's all right. I'm 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 glad we could find this time together.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's great. And I seriously I encourage you to keep uh making films and don't be shy. I know it's easy to say, but yeah. don't be shy.
2: <laughs> thank you. It means a lot. It means a lot. <laughs> yeah. Really.
1: And thank you for joining us on this twelfth episode of the Experimental Film Podcast. Our guest today was poet, musician, dance movement therapist, and experimental filmmaker hana oyala please contact me if you'd like to schedule an interview sponsor the podcast or point me to some cool experimental films and we'll see you next time
0: if you would like to sponsor a podcast or schedule an interview send an email to ken at experimentalfilm.info thanks for listening to the experimental film podcast with ken hess